Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Look, Bumble knows you're exhausted by dating. All the, must not take yourself too seriously, and 6-1 since that matters, and what do I even say other than, hey? <sighs> well... That's why they're introducing an all-new Bumble with exciting features to make compatibility easier, starting the chat better, and dating safer. They've changed, so you don't have to. Download the new Bumble now. It's time for Jeff and Jen's best friend game. Please welcome our contestants, Christy and Crystal, to the Yay! program. Hey, Christy and Crystal. Welcome to the best friend game. Uh-huh. We've had so much fun. We've given away so much cash. Yeah. I'm hoping to do the same for you. Big money, honey. Christy and Crystal, tell us, how did you two get to know each other? How did you meet? Uh, we met in 2003 as nurses. Oh, Nurses? Okay. Yep, at work. She used to watch my kids. We worked as nurses on the same floor, but opposite each other, and... She watched my kids on the evenings I had to work. and So not long after Jen and I came to Q102? Yeah, yeah. how about that? Just kind of hit it off then. Been friends ever since. Wow. Very cool. Very right. cool. So how much time do you get to spend together outside of work? Not a whole lot, Oh, really. so you're like work to your friends. Well, we're work friends, text <laughs> friends. I mean, we do occasionally yeah. able to get together for dinners and stuff, but our kids keep, her, keep us busy. Sports. Right. Yeah, Sports. how old are the kids? Mine is 9 and 12. Okay. Mine, uh, 24, 17 and 13. Oh, that's a lot of kids. Yeah. <laughs> that is a lot of kids. But this is one of those things where like work is great because it gives you guys a chance to catch up. Right? Yes. Mm-hmm. Right. Mm-hmm. Wow. All right. No I'm actually her boss, so. Yeah. Oh, well, that Ooh. adds a whole new element to it, doesn't yes. it? Were you her boss in the beginning? No. 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 Okay. <laughs> Have you been pissed that she got the promotion? No, I was happy for okay, her. Okay, good. It's something... <laughs> You know, and we try to leave work at work and, you know, leave it all there. She has mm-hmm. to get on me every now and then, but... Christy, are you feeling pressure to perform well because your boss is expecting to win money today? Yes. <laughs> okay, so this yes. will be an interesting dynamic because yeah. we hadn't decided yet who's going to a- answer questions about who. Ooh. <laughs> you guys get to pick. You want me to answer questions about... I don't know. It's up to you. You're the boss. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Um... <laughs> Yeah, I'll answer the questions. Okay. You'll answer the questions. So, you, meaning right. you want Christy to go in the isolation chamber? We'll have the discussion with you, and we'll see if she matches your answers. Is that what you're thinking? Yeah, that's that's what I want to do. Okay. All okay. right, let's go. All right, all right, Christy, get out of here. All right, Christy is going into the Jeff and Jen isolation chamber. Crystal, who thinks she knows a little something or two about Christy, is going to answer some questions now. Yes. Are you ready? Yes. All right, Crystal. What is Christy's favorite flower? Daisy. A daisy, okay. Oh, daisy, okay. <sighs> Question number two. Where is Christy's favorite place to shop for clothes? Hmm. Kohl's. It's right. a good one. They have great deals there, mm-hmm. you know. All right, Crystal. What food item can Christy never say no to? Hmm. Maybe something you bring around to the office. Chipotle? Yeah. Chipotle. Chipotle. Oh, say that? oh yeah. yeah. You can say Chipotle. We all say Chipotle mm-hmm. many times a day. All right, Crystal, what is the most Christy has ever spent on a handbag? 50 bucks. 50 bucks, all, okay, right. all right. Question number five, Crystal. 
What physical feature on a man does Christy notice first? Hmm. Their eyes. Their eyes. eyes. All right. We're going with eyes. We got five answers. All right. Let's tell you what, we're going to take some... a break. You think those are hard? Yeah. <laughs> when we come back, Christy comes back into the studio, and we'll see if her answers match up with Crystal's as the best friend game continues with Jeff and Jen on Cincinnati's Q102. Here we go. The first one is worth 10 bucks. Okay. All right, Christy, what is your favorite flower? Uh, rose. Oh. Mm, she said daisy. Yeah. Okay, Christy, where's your favorite place to shop for clothes? Kohl's. Yeah. There you go. Okay. 20 bucks. There you okay. go. Nice. Don't be nervous. Okay, okay, Christy, what food item can you never say no to? Mexican. Mexican. Can you Chipotle. be more specific? Chipotle. Yes. There you go. <laughs> All right. Very nice. So another 30 bucks, you're up okay. to 50. Yep. For $40, what is the most you've ever spent on a handbag? Oh, um... Probably about 40 bucks, $40. You're so close. Sadly, you're $10 <laughs> off. She said 50 Oh, my goodness. <laughs> but you're close. Yeah. All right, let's see if we can get this one for $50. What physical feature on a man do you notice first? Their eyes. That's yeah. it. Yeah. Yeah. I was hoping you'd say his butt, but, yeah. you know. It's but just his eyes. <laughs> but all in all, you walked away with 100 bucks. Oh, oh, nice. Thank you. So. Thank you. Well, well done. Thank you. Done. Crystal was like, those were hard. Uh, those were hard very. Yeah, yeah, but you did great. Well, thank so you. Thank you. Way to go, girls. <laughs> Want to give a right. shout out to anybody before you head out? Shout out to my Venetian girls. Yeah. <laughs> there you go. Back in the office at work. Yeah, who's back in the office at work. Hi to everyone at Venetian Gardens. Yeah. Christine, yep. Crystal, nice. thank you so much. Thank for you. Thanks, on. girls. Thank you. Nice thank job. Bye-bye. Great. <laughs> yeah. Here you go. Always feel confident on your second date. With help from the Plastic Surgery Group, schedule a consultation at 513-791-4440 or at theplasticsurgerygroup.com. Surgery has an art. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. So how would you like to play the best friend game? Come on in and win some free money. Yeah, it's so very easy. Two different ways to get a hold of us. Jeff and Jen at WKRQ.com. Or you can uh, just give us a call. 513-749-2320. When should stores start putting out their Christmas stuff? And seven ways to make a terrible impression on a first date. New Jersey transit train full of morning commuters didn't stop when it approached the Hoboken Terminal just outside New York City. Storm is churning through the Caribbean, and Matthew is expected to get bigger and stronger. Hillary Clinton and Donald Trump spend more time battlegrounds. She's in Iowa. He's in New Hampshire. The economy grew a little more in the spring than first reported. GDP growth increased to 1.4%. President Obama signs the stopgap spending bill into law. That keeps the government up and running through December 9th. The Pew Research Center is finding there is a significant gap between black 
blacks and whites in their perceptions of whether the police treat racial and ethnic minorities equally, especially in fatal encounters. Like Heckle and Jekyll, two crows got into more mischief than they should have near Shelley, Idaho. The crows managed to short out a power capacitor on high-tension lines at an electric substation. A backup switch failed. The whole substation went down and the lights went out for 100,000 homes and businesses in Idaho, Wyoming, and Montana. Aircraft engineers in Germany say they've tested the first small plane that uses emission-free hybrid fuel cells for power. They say the 10-minute test flight of the four-seat plane in southwestern Germany was conducted by two pilots with two dummy passengers aboard the aircraft. The plane uses hydrogen to generate electricity in flight and has a range of more than 900 miles. Yeah, those are your headlines in 72 seconds to be exact. And now that you've heard most of the day's news headlines, it's time for some of the news that didn't make the news this morning. When should stores start putting out their Christmas stuff? Americans weigh in. Seven ways to make a terrible impression on a first date. And how to make your bedroom more relaxing. It's Friday, September 30th of 2016. We are Jeff and Jen, and here it is, your news that didn't make the news on Cincinnati's Q102. A friend of mine was in a store last week that had already started clearing out some of its Halloween stuff. I mean, Halloween hasn't even happened yet. Yeah, but they got to make room. And they're already the putting out one. Christmas stuff. We put up our Halloween tree last night. I need to take a picture. Yeah, we need to see that. Yeah, it's pretty fabulous. Halloween, you need to get your Valentine's Day tree up. No, but soon. <laughs> oh, it's too early for you? New survey asked people when stores should start putting out their holiday stuff, and here are the results. 3% said Labor Day. Mm-hmm. 7% right now, the end of September. 21% said right around Halloween you should start putting your Christmas That's, stuff out. I think I would be okay with that because my big deal was always to decorate the day after Thanksgiving, but then it got to yes. the point where there were so many decorations that I, you know, there was a time I was putting up seven full-sized Christmas trees in my house, and each one of them had a theme. That's just so, a sickness. I know. I don't do it anymore, but it was really awesome there for a while. 12% want them to wait until mid-December. Because I want to start shopping, you know, leading up to the Thanksgiving decoration time. You want to start shopping for decorations yeah. or you want to do your to actual Christmas shopping? No, no, I don't do the actual Christmas shopping until, yeah. You want the decorations purchased and in place. Right. Because really, Ready after seven Christmas trees, I don't think you have enough. Well, you know, anymore. Some of them are very old. Different styles. <laughs> Change. However, the majority of Americans, 52%, mm-hmm. agree with me and say Thanksgiving. After Thanksgiving should be when you break out the Christmas decorations. I'll tell you what, though. I think if stores went back to doing that, I think it would feel weird to you. I think it would be very strange for them to only be up for a month. I would treasure it. (laughs) You would appreciate it more, you think. You know, when you do it too early, you burn me out. You water it down. You dilute the beauty, the the, the, the special Mm -hmm. nature of the holiday. For me, anyway. Or is it just that you don't want to have to feel like you have to be in a holiday spirit for that no, long? No, that's not it. Oh. No, I really do. I, I this, For me, it's, it, look, I'm very compartmentalized, and there's a time and a place for everything. I'm very orderly that way. When do you put up your 12-inch tree? Anytime after the day after Thanksgiving. <laughs> <laughs> Sometimes the day before Christmas. But but I, I it's weird. Like, I strangely, I don't need it in my own home. You know, mm-hmm. I'll, I'll, I'll stick a wreath. On the wall uh-huh. or on the door, or I might put a little Christmas tree up. Mm-hmm. But it's elsewhere that I look for it. Gotcha. I like it, and I want a white Christmas, and I want to hear 
the Charlie Brown music in the background. You want to you want to play our choirs on the air with our big choir competition, right? You love that part, sure. Mm-hmm. But I don't want to be listening to Christmas music before thanks before the day after Thanksgiving. Okay. And by the way, one of my favorite things to do is to go shopping, Christmas shopping on the really? day after Thanksgiving. I'm not yeah. getting up at you know three o'clock in the morning, and I'm not doing lines, right? But one of the most enjoyable things I used to do with friends of ours, and we haven't done it in a long time, is we would take a road trip to Chicago, mm-hmm. and we would uh, do Christmas shopping on the Magnificent Mile the day after Thanksgiving. Yeah. And it's crowded, and it's crazy, and it's insane, and uh-huh. it's all of the things that you would think would drive me crazy at any time of the right. year, but for some reason... Boom. Because there's a time and a place for everything. <laughs> i got to take a break. <laughs> 7.15, Jeff and Jen coming up. Seven ways to make a terrible impression on a first date. And how to make your bedroom more relaxing is your news that didn't make the news continues next on Q102. First, we check in with Toria Cannon, who's got your Q102, carryautomotive.com traffic. Hmm. Yeah, there's a 29-year-old guy named Peter Grossito who works at the DMV on Staten Island, New York. And earlier this year, he wanted to ask a woman out who had come into the DMV. So he looked her up in the state computer and he got her phone number. Uh, Shockingly, she was not interested in going out with him. And she actually reported him to the authorities. And he has been arrested and charged with felony computer trespassing. Yeah, you just can't do that. So even just looking up the information, you figure they probably do that kind of thing all the time. I know. I would think so, too. And they probably do. But until they act on it or do something creepy, they Probably don't get get caught, Mm -hmm. that would be my guess anyway. You would think that families are getting less quality time together now than they used to with longer work hours for parents and more demands on kids from school and activities. But according to this study, the opposite is true. Parents are actually getting way more time with their kids today than parents did 50 years ago. Here's the breakdown. Back in 1965, before any of us were even born, the average mother spent 54 minutes of quality time with her kids a day. Wow, that just doesn't sound like very much at all. That was in 1965. Wow, when most moms were stay-at-home moms. Well, think about it this way, because I remember growing up and hearing stories from my mom and her brothers, it, You know, especially in the summer. Uh-huh. It was, hey, going to eat some breakfast. Bye. Yep. I'm going to go outside and play and see my True. friends. All right, I'll be home by the lights when the lights come on. That's see right. Later. We all mm-hmm. had that same rule. And mm-hmm. it was just go out and do your thing. Do your thing. Yep. And, and maybe now parents aren't so like that and they spend more time like you're staying with me. <laughs> A stay-at-home mom would do her errands or she would clean the house, get mm-hmm. dinner ready, mm-hmm. have, have a friend over, mm-hmm. Drink have an afternoon wine. cocktail, <laughs> right? Yeah. Gab with the girls. I mean, it was a different time. True. Yeah, 54 minutes in 1965. 54 minutes a day. That's how long the average mother would spend. And we're talking quality time. Mm-hmm. Not just being around the kids. Quality time with the kids per day. Today, in 2016, that has almost doubled to 104 minutes. Well, I like that. You wouldn't think so, I mean, given all of the distractions and everything that we've got going on because we're just oh so busy. Well, it, it requires planning. I mean, you really do have to say, okay, I'm putting, you know, I'm going tech free like we do on Tuesdays and put everything aside right. and sit down and just be with your kids. In 1965, the average father 
spent 16 minutes of quality time with his kids per day. Today, that has quadrupled. Way to go, Dad. To 60, six zero minutes per day. Researchers say that it shows that parents have really picked up the trend of prioritizing family time and that dads have started embracing an equal split when it comes to take care of taking care That's of kids. That's cool. All right, seven tips to make your bedroom a more relaxing place. Paint your walls blue. These are ways, and if you don't feel that your bedroom is very relaxing or you feel that it's sterile or, or you're just not happy with your overall surroundings right. when you go to sleep, some suggestions to make it a more relaxing place. This might even help you sleep better. Paint your walls blue, green, or gray. Oh, mine are brown. I got gray and teal. You know, we have gray, and I wouldn't say teal. It's called sky, but it's it's like a... Close. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Now that he has cats, he says, we have gray walls. He lives alone. Did I just say cats. we? You said we. Oh. <laughs> Joe helped you pick it out, I take it. <laughs> <laughs> did you? <laughs> I did do that. Did you put some color sw- swatches in the litter box and whichever one they went on, that's the color you went for? Yep. Although, see, I confuse that because I don't know if that means that they like it or they don't like it. <laughs> like when Steve ate the uh, the cookie. Right. I won't give it away if you haven't seen the video. But... <laughs> Which cookie? Yeah. He, yeah. Right. Does I it, love that video. Does yeah, that mean the, he likes yeah. the candidate or he dislikes the candidate? It's for your own interpretation, and therefore I don't have to take any bitchy any emails. Heat. Right. <laughs> You're going to get him anyway. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Why did you let your dog eat that cookie? It's not good for him. Oh. <laughs> By the way, I got her. Never mind. No, I, no, I, no, no. I seriously think we should. it should be a regular thing where we read complaint emails because well, sometimes I, they're just so funny i got one about steve all right let's Hang see on, i'm trying to pull it up here this because what yeah if you haven't seen the video tim went to buskin and got the two cookies the donald trump and the hillary clinton cookie they do this every election uh-huh. and so the yeah the bit was w- let steve decide who won the debate yeah, i mean if you watched it it definitely was like okay i don't know what to think right now it's so cute. I mean, the do- my brain hurts he from watching that. Tears around the corner and grabs one of the cookies and takes off running. Were you accused of a conspiracy, Tim? Did yes. you put uh, oh. dog meat or something on the well, dog food around one he of the put cookies the one to attract closest him? to Steve? Was oh. the one he wanted him to eat because yeah. he would get that to that one first. Kelly sent this email on Monday. Says I keep hearing on the radio about your fat dog because <laughs> in the Tech Free Tuesday. <laughs> promo i say something along the lines of hey me and my fat dog steve we're trying to lose weight and we're walking uh-huh yep. she goes uh it's not funny and it's awful fat shaming your beloved pet accomplishes nothing and it is not funny pets have feelings too and i'm not sure he can tell or i'm sure he can tell that you're making fun of him i encourage you to think before you speak next time i feel bad for your dog he deserves better and that is from <laughs> kelly thank you kelly so if you would like to adopt Tim's dog, <laughs> my dog, because he doesn't deserve Steve. is fine. We are losing weight together. <laughs> Thank you for writing in, Kelly. We appreciate your time. Yeah. Everybody, let's welcome Karen to Jeff and Jen's second date update. How are you doing, Karen? Hi, Karen. Hi, guys. I'm okay. <laughs> I don't like to hear someone be so sad. No, I, I hope uh, we can fix this. But yeah. So you're being blown off by a guy named Alex. Is that correct? Yes. Because I really liked Alex at first. I met him at church. And we go to one of those big mega churches. We both also, I've seen him around at activities. 
And I don't want to say too much about it because I am scared that someone from church will recognize me. Okay. <laughs> I was going to say, oh, what church do you go to? Yeah, no kidding. Okay, so you All don't right. want to mention the name. That's fine. No, because I'm also, like, embarrassed. And I've decided after I saw him at a couple things to be bold and just go up and start talking to him. So I did, and I said, are you single? And he said he was. So, I mean, guys do that to me all the time. So we started talking, and after about 15 minutes or so, I asked him if he would ever want to go to dinner sometime. (laughs) And he said yes. So I took his number, and then the next day I called him, and we decided to go to P.F. Singh. I picked him up at his house and drove to the restaurant. And then I thought we had a really nice time at dinner. And we had a couple drinks. We talked a lot. We laughed a lot. Did you pay for the date or did he pay for the date? Um, I paid for the date since I asked him out. Wow. So you ask him out. You drive. Mm -hmm. You pay for the date. Mm -hmm. Did he put out? (laughs) (laughs) Well, I will get to that in a minute. Okay. (laughs) She is owning this date, though, man. Uh, I know. I like it. Seriously. So after the restaurant, I said, let's go get a bottle of wine on the way back to his place. Okay. And we drank the bottle of wine. I stayed there. He kissed me goodbye the next morning, and now he's not returning my calls. All right. I mean, obviously, you know, we go to the same church. I'm surprised that after the night we had and what we did, like, he wouldn't call me or talk to me. Yeah, well, that's just rude. It seems very out of character for a church-going man to... You know, partake of the apple. Yes, partaking. <laughs> I don't have a good feeling. There's about a lot this. of things that are kind of wow. out of character, given the backdrop of all this. <clears throat> so you can't think of anything then that might have gone awry in your evening with him at no. the restaurant or anything. But then again, you said you spent the night, right? The whole night. Well, right, and that's the thing is, like he, you know, I suggested we pick up a bottle of wine. He was fine with that. We went back to his place. He was fine with that. Yeah. You stayed all night. He was fine with that. He was fine with that. So. So mm. what's he not fine with now? Yeah, I don't know. Hello? Hey, is this Alex? Yes, it is. Hi, Alex. It's Jeff and Jen at Q102. How are you this morning? I'm sorry, who is this? Uh, my name is Jeff Thomas, and I'm with the Jeff and Jen Morning Show on Q102, and I'm here with my partner, Jen. Hi. Our producer, Fritch. Hey, Alex. Tim. Morning. Uh, hi. Hi there. <laughs> so the reason we're calling is because we would like to talk to you about your friend, Karen, who you met at church, and you guys went to P.F. Chang's and spent a lovely evening together. It's part of a feature we call Second Date Update. Uh, Karen speaks very highly of you and said she had a a great evening with you and uh, was disappointed when she hadn't heard from you afterward. And sometimes for fun, when (laughs) someone is feeling a little blown off, uh, they will contact us and ask us to make a call on their behalf and see if there's some way we can facilitate a second date or at least get a sense from you, Alex, as to why you're not... uh, why you don't seem to be interested in talking to her again? Did she do something wrong? Was she off-putting in some way? Um, sorry, I'm just a bit thrown off. Uh, so you want me? To no, I'm sorry that? too. And I, I, I know this is very strange, and this is a weird thing, especially if you're not familiar with our show. 
Um, I promise we're not trying to make fun of you or make you look bad on the air or anything like that. We're not going to yell at you. No, not at all. This is not an ambush in that sense. But, you know, I, right. I, I but I admit we are kind of putting you on the spot with this. And, and with your permission, you know, this is one of those occasions where you have an opportunity to be very, very honest about your feelings about Karen. Right. And uh, um, why she hasn't heard from you since. Right, right. Uh, okay. It's kind of weird, but uh, I mean, yes. She wants to know. Uh, she would like to know, and I should full disclosure here. Yeah. I should also tell you that she is on the line with us, so that she has an opportunity to kind of hear you explain, be, explain, and, and be as candid as okay. you want to be. She is prepared, Karen. You prepared to hear the truth? Yep. Okay. So, Alex, right, well, the floor is yours. To be honest, uh, Karen scares me. <laughs> she yeah. scares you. Why? Uh, <laughs> She's um, aggressive. She's definitely a take charge kind of girl, which is fine for some guys, I guess, but uh, yeah. not what I'm looking for, per se. Um, hmm. Yeah, I know the date. I mean, she's a beautiful girl, and we got along. And uh, you know, she's like, "I'll pick you up at seven o'clock," and six fifty nine, she was there. And uh, but from that point on, it just felt like almost like an army drill, you know? Really? Yeah. Hmm. Uh, she just, everything, like, was, she was in control, and she just wanted to talk the whole time, and I could hardly get a word in, which is weird, because, like, she really got personal really fast with her questions. I thought, you know, let's feel each other out, let's see what our hobbies are, you know, she likes to travel, but she's asking questions like, why all my relationships have failed, uh, uh, what kind of sex I like, what hmm. what my fantasies and that are. Wow. So she just went right to it, huh? Right to it. She was like, like she said, like, look, look at me, look at my body. You know, like, what part do you like the most? And this during dinner, and, and <laughs> I didn't really know what to do, so I just kept ordering wine you know <laughs> oh wow it's interesting so what what i find fascinating about this is initially you were kind of cool with her taking charge and i and i think a lot of guys are, are pretty cool with a woman walking up kind of taking the bull by the horns and saying hey you single would you like to go out but at totally. some point somewhere along the line it took a turn and so was that the point do you think was it at the restaurant or was it at home when she started asking you those very direct question i would almost think that kind of directness would be refreshing in a way you know getting right to it and skipping the roundabout evasive dance that a lot of couples seem to play before they become involved i I suppose i i just for me i just like a little bit of i don't know take it a bit slower i i you're not comfortable having those kinds of intimate conversations with people you barely know yeah, it was okay. really, it was really in- intense. It's too fast, too intense, too fast. Yeah, and then she's driving me home and said, well, "Let's stop at the store and let's get some more wine." And <laughs> you know, I'd already had a couple of glasses already, so I said, "Yeah, let's do it." And uh, <laughs> <laughs> but he slept with her. There. <laughs> yeah, and he meant that in more than one way. Right. Jeez. Yeah, that's the other thing that I mean. What I find fascinating is. There's dirty talk at the table, and then there's a sleepover, and you guys met at church. The irony of yes. it all. Yeah, that was, it, it was definitely a, a night I won't forget. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Well, um, I would, 
sorry, go ahead, Alex. That's kind of how it went, and it's just woke up in the morning and just realized that I can't do this. Okay. Well, yeah. uh, I'd say, you know, for as take charge as she is, Karen has been remarkably restrained during this conversation. Yeah, and totally. she has been uh, very quiet and listened and giving you the floor. Well, I mean, I think it's ridiculous. Like, I wanted to hear what he had to say. Um, and I feel like his interpretation is obviously much different than mine. We were together for hours. You got him plenty of, like, time to speak, and I don't understand why, if you were having such a bad time or you didn't like my personality, that it was at no point before you slept with me did you go, you know what, like, I just want to go home. I suggested we stop for a bottle of wine. You said it was a great idea. Like, that's a very good way to treat somebody. You weren't getting any indication that he was uncomfortable with anything. But but he may have been afraid to, because he did say, well, he, that was the first thing out of his mouth when we asked him what was up. He said, I'm kind of afraid of her. Maybe he was afraid to say no to you. He's also a grown man. Like, yeah. Here's what I'll do. I'll put out, and then I'm going to get out of here safely. <laughs> and, you know, he let me pay for dinner. Like, that's kind of gross. Exactly. I, I mean, the least he could have done was put out. Right. Oh, come on, Jeff. He owed her that much. <laughs> he didn't owe her anything. He's just getting his rocks off. I'm just saying... If he was having such a miserable time and hated my personality, he could have at any point split the date to just, like, give a signal that it's a casual friend thing. Yeah. There's plenty of excuses you could have used, but you didn't. I just feel like I can say no to you, okay? And uh, you're nice and you're beautiful, and, and it was an intense night, and I gave in to temptation. What can I say? Yeah, well, and that's the truth. Okay, but either way, though, we know that there's not going to be a second date, and uh, at least we know now what the facts were, different perspectives for sure. But that's all we can ask is uh, what Alex's perspective is, right or wrong. That's that's his story. And, uh, Karen, I'm sorry it didn't work out this time, but at least we got the answer we were looking for. And, Alex, we appreciate you being honest and kind of walking us through this and giving Karen the explanation she was looking for. Okay, thanks. You got it, okay. and uh, good luck to you both. Thank you. Right. Take care. See you at church on Sunday. Yeah. <laughs> Early service. Right. All right, let's do $500. 500 big uh, ones. 500 big ones. Up for grabs right now to Caller 20. If you can just answer this one very <laughs> I cleared, simple I was just going to say. Clearing the lines. All right. I thought that I thought they were calling in to weigh in on second date update. I thought they had a comment. They just wanted to get a head start on the happy ending. Uh-huh. <laughs> so here's the question. Everybody's very cocky thinking they know the answer. Really? We haven't even heard the question yet. Okay. So. Here we go. What is the question, Jen? The question is, after she first approached him, how long did they talk before she asked him to dinner? Son of a... <laughs> after she first approached him, how long did they talk before she asked him to dinner? Caller 20 gets a guess. 513-749-2320. First, we check in with Toria Cannon, who's got your Q102, carryautomotive.com, traffic. And I was on the conversation. I know. 